Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, Night Protection Services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. Number one, the first thing that you have to do to get through to a point of walking in healing, okay? And I'm not just talking about the mindset change because like you said, you can change the mindset and still not be healed. I had changed the mindset for years and still wasn't healed, okay? Because I didn't know where to go. I I had no direction, okay? But the very first thing that really helped me walk through my healing in the midst of all this and still walks through, allows me to walk through this today, number one was forgiving myself, forgiving myself of, you know, and going back off of my faith background is the Bible says God will never leave you nor forsake you. So that takes care of my abandonment right there. God also says you're enough. That takes care of approval. I don't need to seek other people's approval. But yet I was doing that in people because of the way I was raised. I was always wanting my dad's approval and his, you know, his affirmative answer, his great job, son. I'm proud of you. I was always wanting that. But at the end of the day, I didn't need it. Okay. And that's where we have to come to that realization of, I had to forgive myself of always wanting that because wanting that was what led me into not getting so many other things in life. Number two is goals, dreams, and visions. I talked about creating that in my, in my podcast this morning, matter of fact, um, that launched today is creating a vision, write down your goals, dreams, and visions. And that can be towards life. That can be towards your economics. That can be towards relationships. Okay. For me, when you're going through depression, somebody that doesn't want to get out of bed, we can care less, honestly, about what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't care what's happening at the job work at the workplace. We don't care. We're struggling getting out of bed. So a dream or goal for me was simply sitting up in bed, an action step. If me leaving the house was not in my mind, is not, was not in my, my mindset, okay, I was struggling getting out of bed. Screw leaving the house. I can't even get out of bed. That was too big of a goal. So I had to create small action steps, okay? Hey, sit up. Just sit up. I don't care if you stay in bed. Just sit up. Maybe the next day was just put your feet on the floor. You can still sit in bed. Then the next day, I had an ottoman or a chair right beside my bed. I could go to that. Now, I had to do things because I had three kids. I had to, but I didn't want to. I'd go do something for them. I'd get right back in bed. I'd go make them a bowl of cereal. And then I'm like, forget this. Learn how to make your own cereal. <laughs> you know, you want eggs? Learn how to fry eggs, scramble eggs. You know how to do it. Your mom was a cook. You know, you know how to do this stuff. <laughs> you know, hey, look, I'm going to teach you how to make a baby bottle. <laughs> you know, and because I couldn't process looking at that aspect when I was struggling just to do stuff for myself. So I had to create those small action steps. Okay. Number three is um, I had to take time to grieve. Okay. And what I mean by that is when we're in depressive states or what will put us in a depressive state is constantly being overwhelmed by that thought all day long, all the time. Okay. Because that's all we're thinking about. Oh, I'm, uh, you know, blaming myself doing this. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. So what I started to do is I started to take 15 minutes to grieve. And the way I recognized what I was doing is my my Facebook lives would last about 15 to 30 minutes. That's when I would cry. That's when I would weep. That's when I would help other people, whatever the case is. And then I had to go 
put on the big boy pants and I had to be strong in front of my family. But then, and now it didn't always last like that. Okay. When I wasn't doing the Facebook as much or when my wife was gone is I found myself crying a lot more. And I'm like, I cannot live like this. What was allowing me to completely live through the journey of her going through chemo and, I, and our family's journey. And that was taking small incremental times throughout the day to grieve. Take 15 minutes. Hey, if your next five minutes is doing something good and then you start back grieving again, great. That's an action step. Go back to 15 minutes and then five minutes of doing great. And then 15 minutes. And then eventually that five minutes gets bigger and the grieving gets smaller. I still grieve over my wife. Like I said, our, our 16 year anniversary is on the 25th of June. Okay. I know I'm going to have an emotional day. I was thinking about it this morning. I started getting emotional, but my, but as time goes on and we have this concept where people say time heals all wounds. No, it doesn't. What we do during that time is what heals wounds because I could still two years later, I could still be struggling to get out of bed saying, you know what? I'll live off of her life insurance. I don't need to work. I don't need to do this. I'll dump my kids on somebody else. We can all make those excuses. So that was number three. Number four is find someone to help. And number five is to help them. When we, and even Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek says this right here, when he, and he has a 12 step program about helping people recover and things like that. He says, you can take people, you can take an alcoholic through 11 steps, but if they don't find somebody to help, which is number 12, he said, they'll always be an alcoholic. Because when we start helping other people, we start shifting our mindset of being on us and we start shifting it to being on other people. And it goes from a selfish to a selfless state of mind. There's nothing wrong with grieving. There's nothing wrong with having the woe is me. You can't live in it. That's where we go wrong. We live in it. So number one, forgiveness. Number two is, or forgiving yourself. Number two was creating the goals, dreams, and visions. Number three was taking time to grieve. Number four was finding someone to help. And number five was helping them. That right there is what helped me get. And still to this day, still. And that's why I got into the podcasting. That's why I got into the life coaching is so I can help other people because I'm not the only one out there. Yeah, I love it. When you were talking about grief, it reminded me of this analogy that I share a lot. And it is your life and your body is a box. And there is that trauma and it's pain. It's a it's pain button. And wow. your grief is a ball in the box. And like you said, like your grief never goes away. It never gets smaller. It never gets anything. So when it, the, the trauma first happens, the box is so tiny that that ball just hits that pain button over and over and over again, all day, every day. And then, you know, slowly over time, your box gets bigger. The ball wow. doesn't get smaller. The box gets bigger and the pain button gets further and further away. So now that grief ball has more room to move. And it's not hitting that button every single day. And, you know, like, and that's like you said, like, there's going to be moments where you're going to have grief, you're going to feel that pain, but it's fewer and fewer times and, and things like that. So it's very a, a good analogy that I like to use my sister, you know, like you said, trauma is different for everything. My sister lost her um, dog of like 16 years. Um, and she's like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of bed. Like that was my best friend. That was my only person that like, she lives alone. She's single. Like that was her best friend. And so it was like, you know, had to tell her like, this is going to hurt. It's going to be okay, but your box is going to get bigger and bigger. And eventually you'll be, you know, you'll have the ability to, to not have to deal with that every day. So just wanted to throw that analogy in there. But I think that, you know, giving those five steps is amazing because it's so easy to 
talk about the mindset to talk about how you went through it and you know how you're doing great but it's something completely different to give those listeners something to actually work towards and work on so i really appreciate that you know before we wrap up i really want to talk about your life coaching and your businesses now and what you're doing now and how you're kind of still keeping your wife alive in what you're doing yeah yeah so my my main business is I am a professional dog trainer down in New Orleans. I train. Um, it's funny because I've trained dolphins, I've trained chickens, and of course dogs. But I make the money off of the dogs, and, and it's the name of it's Professional Canine Solutions. We get dogs sent us sent to us from all over the United States. Um, we've trained over close to sixty professional athletes um, that are now started off kind of in the New Orleans Saints, but now with trades and things like that. They're playing all over the United States. And so I still get contacts from them. So that's my main business. But the way I'm keeping, you know, the dreams and things of, of, of and the memories of my wife is simply by, I started a podcast. It's called Purpose Through Pain. We do two episodes a week. We do an interview on Mondays. And then I do a solo of myself on Thursdays. And we have two that go out every week. And you, it's on all uh, major platforms, Apple, Google, um, Amazon Music, and, and there's a few other ones, or Apple iTunes. So, and then of course, I'm on social media. You can find me on Instagram at meet Joseph James. That's my Instagram. You can reach out to me. And we're going to be launching this year. We're going to be launching a coaching program where I'm going to be helping people get through just kind of like what those things I'm going to build upon those four things that I mentioned, how to really break those things down, how to create, you know, the, the, the dreams, the goals and visions, how to create those action steps where you feel accomplished each and every day, whether you're in the midst of something, okay, that you're still going through or whether you've gotten out of it. Okay. And you're still dealing with the grief, that ball in the box is still kind of moving around. And so we're going to be creating a coaching platform and program to coach and work with people to help them get through their trauma. I'm doing a lot of self-education myself on becoming, you know, doing coaching, trauma coaching, things like that, uh, life coaching. So I'm constantly getting educated because I've got the experience. Everybody wants the expertise, you know. So we're, we're in the midst of creating that. That's going to be launched hopefully here by the, it'll be launched before the end of the year. And so, but people can definitely reach out, listen to our podcast, reach out to me on uh, Instagram at meet Joseph James. And that's ultimately the podcast is to help people. It's, it's not just me sharing what I went through in my life, but helping, letting people know that number one, you're not alone. Number two, no matter what you've gone through, there is a way out. There's a reason. There's a reason why you went through it. Okay. And there's a way out of it. There's a way out of it through healing and through vulnerability, through helping other people. I love it. I think that this podcast is going to be so valuable to so many people. And I really enjoyed having you on here. There's a few questions that I ask everybody before we wrap up. And the first one, you kind of answered a little bit. So maybe we'll go a little bit on the personal side. But what are your goals for the next year? Yeah, so personal goals for the next year. I, um, I was kind of thinking about these this morning and last night. One personal goal is I'm going to finish up my private pilot's license. It's something I've been working on for a little while, taking my time doing it. I'm very close to doing it. And then of course I want to go into instrument rating. Another one that I am doing is a, is not only for me personal, but that also will benefit people is everybody's familiar with Jay Shetty. Okay. Uh, motivational speaker, life coach. He has now offered a, it's an equivalent to an MBA. And it's becoming a life coach through through him. It's a very hard program. You have um, you have to be approved into it. And right now, 
out of the 1500 people that are enrolled, there's only like 130 coaches. And so it's very, very stringent, but it's equivalent. It's 120 hours. So that's a personal goal of mine to, to work on, you know, to grow the podcast. But even, even in the midst of that, I look every day, and this is something personal for me. And this is something that I realized when my wife died. Okay. And I'm going to share this real quick and then I'll, 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 uh, <laughs> I'll be quiet is when, when she passed away, I was going through a journal of hers and she had shared something about some therapy, a therapy session that she went to, and she was coming home to share the news with me. And she said, as I'm sharing the news with Joseph, his head was buried in his computer. Like he wasn't even listening to me <laughs> and it broke me. I couldn't apologize enough. I couldn't cry enough. I couldn't say sorry. I couldn't take it back. And in my mind is my mind was, I am digging deep to grow my business so I can replace her salary. That was my vision for us. That was our, that was our goal. But what I realized at that time right there was about time is you never realize how much time you have to spend with somebody until they're no longer there to spend time with. My mindset to grow the business was right. My approach was wrong because it cost me all the time that I can never get back with my wife. And so I make sure that I create time for my children. I created by my schedule. I created by getting them enrolled in, in sports. I created by, I went out and bought a boat two years ago so we can go out and have fun and we can have, we can create memories. So for me, creating the memories for my children that when they say, Hey dad, can we go out and play soccer? I'm making sure that I'm doing it. That's, that's my biggest goal right there. I don't care what I accomplish in life. It's knowing that I'm going to raise three children by myself and until the time for, for me to get married, I'm going to raise those three children where they never have to say, dad, I wish you would have been listening to me. Instead, your head was buried in your computer. You never gave me time. That's probably my biggest personal goal. I love that. I love that so much. That is an amazing goal. And I think all parents, <laughs> whether you're in a business or working a nine to five should have that goal. I think that is, that would um, change a lot of the world if yeah. we did that. That's amazing. My next question is, what would the new you say to the old you? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> what would the new me say to the old me? Start now. Start now. Everything that has ever held you back, do it. What do you have to lose? And our friend and Xander Fryer said this. If you don't ask, the answer is already no. If you do ask, what's the worst they can say? No. When he said that, it's just like, oh my God, I wish I would have heard that 20 years ago. You know, the thing that has held so many people back, including those that are in, in going through trauma, the listeners and things like that right now, is we don't feel there's a way out. We don't feel there's a possibility. And that all has to do with limiting beliefs. I wish I would have just said, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? I fail. I get to try to start all over again. So what if I could say two words, start now. That's what I would tell my old self. Start now. Just do it. I love that because that is, you know, Zach has a acronym because he's military. You know, everything's acronyms. Um, his acronym for failure or well for fail is first attempt and learning because first, yeah, it's, you know, it just because you fail does not mean that you just give up and, yeah. you know, you do that. And, or maybe it does mean you give up and you move on to the next thing. But it's not necessarily giving up. It's just saying, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something different. Uh, yeah, because I, I did a video a couple of years ago about failures and failures are nothing but learning lessons. Yes. You know, because how do you know how to do it differently unless you fail? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, 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 I agree with that 100%. 
The next one is what, and you know, we went over it with the five steps that you, you gave the listeners, but what is something that you would recommend to somebody to get through a tough time? Maybe it's just that one day that you just need to, you know, you know, you've got that action step in your head, but you still can't sit up or, or you know, like you've, you've got it in your brain to do it. What's something that, you know, one thing that can kind of help them get through that? Yeah, that's good too. You know, the thing about it when we're, when we're in situations like that, we have so much self, self-doubt and limiting beliefs going on in our head. We have to change the mindset, but how do we do that? The only way you're going to change your way of thinking is to feed your way of thinking. I actually like that. I just thought of that right now. The only way to change your way of thinking is to feed it. Now, what are we going to feed it with? Are we going to feed it with thoughts that are continue to bring us down that path? Or are we going to think about things that are going to lead us into something different? Because at that point, you're not trying to be inspired. You're trying to be motivated. Okay. Motivation is what leads to inspiration because motivation gets us moving because, and, and I like to do this. Uh, if those that don't know this gentleman, you need to get to know him. Tony Robbins, an amazing speaker. I've been caught up out of the crowd and spoke to seven minutes for to seven thousand people for seven minutes with Tony. Just an awesome opportunity. But one thing that he does that he is known for all around the world is the creating. Think about the word emotion. You've got e and you've got motion. When we put motion to our thoughts, okay. All right, moving the body, dancing, whatever the case is, we create things within our brain that now starts things new. Okay. All right. So that's why he always has music. And like I can hear a song on, I say the radio, I'm showing my age, on whatever, YouTube, whatever the case, Spotify now, not the radio, Spotify. And it will immediately take me back to where I was with him and what we were doing in one of his seminars. It's, okay, so for me, I love to listen to worship music from church because it just stirs my spirit up. I really do. My, my girlfriend now, she sends me motivational uh, speeches in the morning. Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, uh, Les Miles. And those are like, oh, my God, those things get those guys get me fired up. When I can do that right there, I am feeding my mind to where I need to go. I may not be there yet, but I'm feeding my mind to where I need to go. So that's something I would encourage everybody. If you still feel like you're stuck, okay, the way to change your mind is to feed your mind. I love that. Podcasts have become a beautiful thing. Just pop your ear, your headphones and you actually don't have to do that. If you live alone, you got that, just play it on your phone, you know, so that's great. Uh, and then um, is there a book or podcast or anything, obviously, other than your own podcast that you <laughs> recommend for um, our listeners to to read or listen to? You know, I have been really turned on and really have been helped by a lady. I can't remember her. It's the holistic psychologist on Instagram. Okay. Her name has gone blank, but phenomenal stuff. Okay. And that she puts out so much stuff on trauma. She has books out there. I have not had a chance to read any of her books yet. I'm just so intrigued by um, her. She has an online course called self healers. Okay. That has been very influential to me over the last several months, but it's called a holistic psychologist and she's phenomenal at posting things all the absolute, all the time. And it has been very meaningful to me on what she has posted, what I've been able to look at and what I've been able to see. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a great eye opener for a lot of people. Um, I'm trying to think of her name, Dr. Nicola Para. That's what it is. Nicola Para, but it's the holistic 
a psychologist, and there's a period in between each word, the period, holistic period psychologist. Great, great teacher, very down to earth, very open, very transparent. I, I would I would probably start there. Awesome. I love it. And then one more time, please let everybody know your podcast, where they can find you and um, how to reach out if they want to. Yes. Our podcast is called Purpose Through Pain. It's on all major platforms, iTunes, Google, Amazon. And you can reach out to uh, reach me at uh, go to Instagram and just type in meet Joseph James, meet Joseph James, and you can reach out to me and I'll, I answer all my personal social media. And um, we're also on Facebook, but go to Instagram, meet Joseph James. Awesome. Joseph, thank you so much for coming on the show. Like I said earlier, I'm really excited for this episode to go out. I think it's going to be really powerful and really helpful to our listeners. So thank you so much. Heather, thank you. I, I'm greatly honored. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O, thriving, A-T-L, or online at 2thriving.org.